In the watch enthusiast universe, the watch enthusiasts are represented by two separate yet equally unimportant human beings. KC, who has nothing, and John John, who knows nothing. This is their podcast. The KC and John John Show! Hello everybody, and welcome to the 68th inaugural episode of KC and... John John. Wow, that's new. <laughs> new, new. New air, new locality. Yeah, mate. New voice. Yeah, gotta, gotta immerse myself back in the culture, you know. <laughs> God. Is it, okay, can, can I just call it quits? If like, this is going to go on, can I just like, can we just stop here? <laughs> I like, resign. You know, the, the, I guess the podcast is over. Yeah, it's over. It's done. Like, we're done with this. <laughs> Bye. Anyway, <laughs> I think anyway those updates will come in a bit. Yes, uh, but in the meantime, uh, let's. I, I actually first the first thing I want to say was you know just mm-hmm. like right before we started like I was I kept telling myself right episode sixty eight episode sixty eight yeah, and then not only that I was like okay uh, sixty eight inaugural episode yes, it means that I've done this inaugural thing. <laughs> <laughs> 67 times before already. Yes. Oh my god. We have had a lot of inaugural episodes. Well, I mean, the, the thing is, like, every episode is inaugural. Isn't yeah, it? yeah. I mean, it's like, like we explained at the beginning, right? Yeah. It's like the only um, 68th episode that we could ever put out. Yeah, it's true. We have not done more than one 68th episode. Yeah. Exactly. So this is the inaugural 68th episode. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, so, which, which I mean, I don't, I don't think we need to explain it. I feel like our our listeners are cultured and learned enough yeah. to you, you know, to honestly, I, I think the listeners understand. I think I had to explain to myself because I've had to say it so many times now. <laughs> well, okay, but now, now, well, you well, to be fair, you are the one who started it last. So mm-hmm. I started kind of your, it. It's kind of your fault. You started a joke. I started the joke, and I refused yeah. to let it go. Yeah. I really just, I've just clung on to it, but it's okay. It's okay. Let's see. Anyway, anyway, you've brought back your favorite um, local water feature, I think, for the week, right? A mini water feature. Yes. Yes. Uh, what is um, our water feature? <laughs> so our, we, yeah. This week's product placement pond. Mm-hmm. Um, is well, I feel I feel this kind of featured before, but BMW, right? Of course, yes. Um, so on my flight back to land down under, mm-hmm. um, I managed to catch up with some movies that, well, when I say movies, I mean a movie, right? That I didn't get the chance to watch in cinemas because I actually don't really go to the cinemas to watch movies. Since last time or just since COVID? Um, like it was, if I went to the cinema to watch a movie, it's usually like some blockbuster like on Star Wars or Chi um, a blockbuster. Yeah, I guess so, but like or like Avengers, you know, that kind of thing. Right. Okay. Basically basically someone would have to invite me to go to the cinema because I Okay. I tend to You not wouldn't go watch, on your own. Yeah, I tend to not watch um, right. movies. Right. Unless I'm flying. Okay. Yeah. So I watched Shang-Chi mm-hmm. and well, BMW seemed to feature quite prominently in this movie. Okay. I um, think... Hmm? Like who? Oh, okay. So first of all, I haven't watched the movie. Okay. Uh, I'm presuming other people here, I mean, other people listening probably haven't watched the movie either. So what can you tell us without too much spoilers? Like, is it like main character cars? Are they background cars or... Um, actually, a bit of both, honestly. Like, okay, like um, well, you you probably seen this in the trailers anyway. Like, there's mm-hmm. a there's a scene where they're fighting in a bus, and right, the, and bus, the bus is BMW. Uh, the, the, the bus is <laughs> <laughs> the bus is not BMW, but the bus <laughs> is running over a lot of BMWs, including a um, uh, what's that? What's that thing called? I eight, I think. Okay, right. Yeah. They ran over night. Yeah, they, they ran nice. over quite a few 
uh, right. BMWs. And um, um, how how is this good product placement? I don't know. <laughs> oh, is it okay? Is this actually product placement, or does the director just hate BMWs? Um, well, later on in the film, like they actually do drive. I think one of those electric um, X ones or something like that. Right, right, right. Yeah. Okay. The so, iX three or whatever the hell. Yeah, well, um, whatever the hell it is. Yeah. Um, yeah so, so probably use product placement. Yeah, a lot of product placement. Good or bad, I don't know. We'll we'll leave it up to you to decide when you watch the movie. I guess it depends on two things. Firstly, is uh, did the bus running over all these BMWs impede the hero in any way? And secondly, did the occupants of those cars survive? Now, if well, we know they survived, then we then it's a good product placement. Well, they were just parked cars, so there weren't oh. any occupants in them. Oh, that's yeah. that's sad. Yeah. But I, I also remember how I asked you, like, is the bus BMW? Yeah. Uh, and that was funny because, you know, BMW doesn't make buses. Mm-hmm. The irony is if it was Mercedes, that mm-hmm. would have been a legit question. Yeah, exactly. Or <laughs> if you had well, said lorry. Volvo or something like that. Right. Like it, yeah. would have, it would have totally been legit. But with BMW, nope, nope, nope. It's nah. just, just cars and bikes. That's pretty yeah. much it. Uh, but it's kind of interesting, though. So... Shang-Chi is like basically the latest Marvel movie right now. Right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they've sort of had a trend with all these sponsored cars. I mean, Iron Man featured Audi, right? The Very Audi, prominently. Yeah. Yes. Uh, the R8 especially, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, but yes, it's interesting. Are the German brands like taking turns um, placing products in Marvel movies? <laughs> Has there been a Mercedes one? In the Marvel I, uh, movies, actually, I have no idea, honestly. Right, I've yeah. never really noticed. I, so maybe it's just maybe just Audi and I guess now BMW. I guess I have no choice but to subscribe to Disney Plus and start going through all the movies to check. It. Yeah, you know, for 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 completion's sake. Yeah, yeah, and also and, for the podcast. And and also I could, um, well, if you if you do get into a Disney Plus, uh, subscription, um, mm-hmm. I would I would be very happy to. Get your login details so I can watch Snowdrop starring how, my how future about the other wife, way Kim Jisoo. How about the other way around? How about you get a Disney account since your future wife is on it and then you can give me your login details? Mm, I think that sounds much no. better to me. Anyway, moving on. No, I, 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 feel, I, feel like you would, I feel like you would be getting more use out of it. So I think you should get the subscription and I'll get your login details. But I have no, no money though. <sighs> Yeah. Well, you know what? Well, what do we say to poor people? (laughs) Stop being poor. Oh, right. Okay. (laughs) Sorry, I mixed mixed it up. Aside from go fuck yourself. My bad, my bad. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So moving on. Moving on uh, to our... It's a new. It's a new one. It's a new (laughs) weekly segment of the week. And this one's brought to you by John. Um, You technically came up with this, although I came up with the name. You came up with the name. So, yeah. okay, I'm going to introduce it and then you can tell yes, please. Uh, what it is. So, you you guys have all heard about watch spotting, right? Yeah. You know, you, you look at pictures of celebrities, uh, paparazzi photos, set photos, whatever the fuck it is. Uh, and then you look at what they're wearing. Like, mm-hmm. that's it. That's just, that's watch spotting. Uh, not having a life. So, <laughs> we, we have lives, right, John? Right, John? Um, arguably. Right? Okay. Arguably. Right. So we've decided that we don't have time for watch spotting. But yeah. what we do have time for is spotting other people doing watch spotting. Yes. So in this week's segment of Casey and John John watch spotting, spotting, John? Yes. Um, we have the new Tiffinot. Are we really I, going with that? I don't know. Okay, I, you all know I, the I deal. Prefer, I prefer my I prefer my not Tiffany. <laughs> that sounds like it's not Tiffany. <laughs> but anyway, it's it's the it's a Tiffany dial. Um, yeah, you all know the Nautilus. drill. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, and fifty-seven eleven. Last, last. And we have and we have spotted someone else spotting. <laughs> 
this particular <laughs> watch. <laughs> this is so fucking dumb. <laughs> <laughs> on the wrist of a certain Jay Z. Hmm. So those mm. of to those who aren't familiar with uh, Jay Z, he is a rapper, um, otherwise known as Beyonce's husband. Mm-hmm. Mm, uh, Mr. Beyonce. Mr. Beyonce. Yep. Mr. Knowles. And he has apparently been spotted wearing this watch um, eight days, I think, after yes. it was released. Yes. Uh, I I would think that the only person who got it faster than he did was that dude who was the son of whatever, or like our our Arnold, Ar- Arnold? Arnold, yeah, whatever the fuck his name is, yeah, that dude. Yeah. Uh, so apparently, the the order for Patek Philippe limited edition goes. Uh, Direct relatives and children of LVMH mm. executives. That's nice. And then JC. Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's but, pretty much. But he, like we all know that um, Mr. Z is from New York, right? Brooklyn, I think. Probably. Yeah. Cooking Not racist, role, but I think voice. he talks about it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, so remember last, was it? Was it last episode? I can't remember. But anyway, mm-hmm. where we discussed the uh, the auction. Actually, yeah, it was last episode. Yeah, it was last episode. Yep. Um. So this particular buyer, mm-hmm. the one who spent six point five million. Yep. yep. Uh, on on this particular watch, um, he's based in New York. So yeah, hmm. they did say that, right? Like the bidder who won yes. was an unnamed bidder from New York. From New York, and I mean New York doesn't have that many people. And definitely not no, that many New, people. No, New York. New York is is known for its underpopulation. Yeah, and, like and lack of population density, and also lack of um, affluent people. Yeah, right. So, I think we can almost definitively say that Jay Z was the one. Yeah, yeah, like hundred percent. So congratulations, Mister Z, Mister Beyonce, Mister Beyonce, <laughs> <laughs> Mister Queen Bee. <laughs> uh, on 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 your successful bid and getting the notifinot. Let's just go with oh that. My God. <laughs> oh my goodness. So concluding Casey and Jordan watch spotting spotting. Uh uh, uh very good first introduction, I think. <laughs> yes. Very, very tremendously excellent. This will be a long lasting segment, I'm sure. Oh yeah, for sure. Just like our Griper's garage and cliche yeah, corner. Because the key to it is it's easy. I think we can just Google watch spotting and I think we can find it. So <laughs> we can probably get away with this for a bit, but don't tell our listeners, okay? We put in a lot of effort and research yeah. into this yeah. stuff. Uh, but moving on, uh, let's hope we remember to edit that segment out. Uh, <laughs> this The next one is, uh, I, I don't think there's any name for this segment. It's just something that I wanted to bring up. It's yeah. not so, really the main topic of the day. No, not. not but not it's really. the main watch topic, I think. Yeah. Because everything after this is kind of life updates again. Because yeah. we have, again, we have, we have lives. We have lives. We have lives. Uh, yeah, John, you wanted to say something? No, I wanted to ask. Mm-hmm. So how did you actually come across this particular brand and also their latest release? Right. Um, I will give you three guesses mm-hmm. as to where I could have seen... Actually, you know what? You just need one guess. Where I could have seen this... Mm-hmm. Um, the hint is this this source mm-hmm. is has been a source for many many of our topics before okay so Can you uh, guess from from Vincent? no actually no uh, but close of friendly then no uh more anonymous oh is it mr furry ah oh, come on horodic Oh, oh that go. guy. That guy. Oh, I mean that, that girl. That per- person, that android. Is it even a person? We don't know. I mean, it could be nope. Sophie, we as we've know. discussed. Right? Yeah. Um, or it could be an AI. We don't know which. Yeah. But yes, I-, I saw this on Horrordick because he was highlighting just how fucking stupid it was. Or she, mm-hmm. or them. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I don't know where Horrordick got it from. Okay. So, yeah. So without further ado, mm-hmm. this particular watch <laughs> brand that, um, <sighs> well, I guess that Horodic introduced to you is called yes. 
Shareholder. Yes, that's the brand name. That's a brand name. Shareholder is a brand name. That is printed on every single one of their fucking dials. Mm -hmm. Shareholder. And they also have a, well, a few collections. Mm -hmm. Um, The latest one is the one that caught our eye. (laughs) Should we start with that? Okay, honestly, honestly, reading reading name Mm -hmm. was ridiculous enough. But... <laughs> what, like you know what let's let's just dive words. let's just let's just dive straight into this. Go Their latest it. release is mm-hmm. called <laughs> The latest release is called The Shareholder Influencer. <sighs> which like it was stupid enough to read it, mm-hmm. but now now I feel fucking retarded mm-hmm. having those words escape my mouth in that Correct. order. Yes. The shareholder influencer. Who the fuck thought this was a good idea? Well, apparently someone from Liverpool. Oh yeah, good point. Or Manchester. Uh, that I mean, that's probably why. We, we can probably get into that in a little bit. Um, <laughs> so right, this this brand uh, yep. shareholder. Yeah. Um, we I actually looked it up. So so they have an about page, right? Because of course they do. Mm-hmm. Um, so they they sort of like claim. Uh, they they don't really have that much detail. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's just a lot of like if you go to the about page, it's just gonna be a lot of stuff. Uh, let me give you an example. Yeah, across ages, time has mostly been looked at as a quantity, a bundle of numbers that make up years, months, weeks, days, hours, minutes, and seconds. Oh my god! Yeah, it's it's literally like three paragraphs of this drivel. Mm-hmm. Marketing. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, affordable luxury, etc. Making good use of time. But mm-hmm. uh, the only part of it that actually has any actual information is uh, like literally the second last sentence, which goes, uh, we hope our range of stylish timepieces will continue to carry shareholder message across generations while paying homage to the historic opulence of mm-hmm. the lovely city of Liverpool. Yes. Where the brand That's was originally city. conceived. A city known for its opulence, right? Historic past, opulence. Yeah. Maybe, maybe, yeah, maybe that's why. Like, it's definitely not opulent now. Yeah, uh, the, you I, mean, know. I guess aside from like Anfield or. Okay, so so correct me if I'm wrong, but mm-hmm. isn't Liverpool like in the industrial age onwards sort of known as a port city? Yes. Right. Like it's it's shipping coal and stuff like that. Right. Yes. Uh, though coal is more from Newcastle, but I mean they they did do a lot of shipping for stuff. Yeah, like, like it was more of like a working class kind of. Yeah. Uh, area, right? Yeah, that's what I remember, and which is why sort of like Merseyside and and the whole Anfield thing has always been a very yeah. um, working class club, right? Yeah. Right. That that's that's at least the impression I've got. So historic opulence, sort of. Uh, I don't know. Maybe uh, you know what we we don't know that much about Liverpool. We are not from there, so yeah. maybe we're wrong. But the last sentence, though, because uh, mm-hmm. that's the second last one. The last mm-hmm. sentence is share your passion, be your shareholder. Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! So much cringe. So much cringe. But anyway, uh, this influencer. Um, <laughs> shareholder I influence. The shareholder influencer. We don't have to go into that much detail about it because honestly, it's not worth it. But no. uh, the way I would describe it is they are so called like flagship model. So the shareholder influencer flagship is mm-hmm. um, this sort of like Tiffany Blue Dow because of course it is. Of course, right? Uh, and it's this. It's got this sort of like Rolex OP markers. I would describe it. Uh huh. And yeah, then sword hands mm-hmm. in a case that is a marriage in between a Nautilus and something like that. I, I would say I would say it's like a Nautilus without the um like the things on the side, right? Without the crown guard and the opposite thing. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> that makes sense. Yeah, yes, yeah, I can see that. Yeah. So it's uh, currently available in in four different colors. Mm-hmm. So we have a well, as we said, the Tiffany blue mm-hmm. with a yellow, mm-hmm. with a orange, mm-hmm. and a green. Because of course you have to have a green. Of course, yes, you have to, right? 
Yeah. So that that's the influencer range. We're not going to go too much into it because honestly, it's not fucking worth it. Um, I, look, I want look, I want to, <laughs> I want to delve into this just a, just a bit more. All right, go because I'm, I'm I'm reading their uh, <laughs> oh their no. description of this watch. Oh, you fall into their trap. <clears throat> so the literally last <laughs> the little last paragraph in their uh-huh. little uh, marketing spiel for this stupid named watch right and i quote in today's world each one of us can be an influencer in his or her own way influencing one other person at a time to be a better version of him herself mm-hmm. I, and I would tell try... tell like like uh-huh. how what is this watch going to do to no, influence I... you to be a better person or better uh, I'll, I'll i'll tell you because i know what it is mm-hmm. I would influence the person, yeah. one other person at a time yeah. via this podcast to not buy this fucking watch. <laughs> that that is how I would help them to be a better version that's, of themselves. That's that's how we're creating a positive impact in society. Which, Correct. by the way, that's that's also part of the the marketing spiel of this yeah. particular watch. Yeah, you know, we're having a positive influence. Uh, we are, you know, we are all stakeholders in life. Yeah. You know, and I do want people to be better version of themselves. Mm-hmm. And I can think of no better way to be a better version of yourself than to not have this watch. <laughs> is, okay. Is there any other <laughs> um, watch in their collection that you would even oh, consider? That I would consider. Mm-hmm. Right, that's that's a very interesting and difficult question. Yeah. Uh, so I think we've looked at all of these watches, right? We have looked way. Too at least much I have. Them. Yeah. Um, honestly speaking, uh, they have this watch called the Liverpool nineteen eleven. Yeah. Now I don't know why nineteen eleven. I don't know what the significance of that number is. Mm-hmm. But their chronographs, honestly speaking, do not look that bad. Yeah. I'm... Obviously, the only negative thing about it is the, uh, the, date. the stupid date, obviously. Yep. But you know that's that's something that's been done by other brands as well. Yes, and also um, the stupid I, I believe, shareholder name. I believe it's also like a Mecca Quartz. Yeah, it is a Mecca Quartz. Right. And of course, the shareholder name is a bit of an eyesore. But the rest of the watch actually looks an, pretty I, decent. I think it's an ear sore as well. True. It's beginning to be an ear sore. Yeah. And... Like for example, like that rose gold and black one actually mm-hmm. looks kind of cool. Yeah, like on, honestly, it's it's not it's not a bad looking watch. It's not the worst thing in the yeah. world. Uh, though I will <clears> say, like the first thing that struck me was the bezel. Like I looked at the bezel and I was like, "That's a really good looking bezel." Mm-hmm. And then I realized why. Ooh. Why? Do you see? Does it look familiar to you? Um. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah. I right. Yeah. Seamaster three hundred. Very right? Seamaster. Yeah. Yes, that's exactly <laughs> what it is. I'm fairly certain it's a fucking, um, like stock part. Like they just slap yeah. it on. Yeah. But it looks good. I. Mean, it doesn't look derivative. It just looks good until you yeah. look at it very closely, and then you're like, oh, that's where that's from. Mm-hmm. But it's not a bad look. So honestly, I don't mind. I don't hate it. Uh, mm-hmm. Obviously, they're building these things at like just over 200 US dollars per piece, which is fairly reasonable. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not going to diss them for this one. Um, I think it's fine. I think it's fine. Yeah, they they also have another uh, watch called the Uh Executive. Uh, The shareholder, the shareholder executive. Yes, it has to be said in full. Yeah. Which kind of reminds me of like the the Timex Waterbury. I want to say I can't remember yeah. the name exactly, yeah. but I think I think Waterbury. No, no, no. Wait, is it the Waterbury or was it the? Is it the one they had with the automatic movement? Doesn't Waterbury come with the? Not all of them. No. Uh, huh. you're, you're talking about that that fancy dress one, right? Is it? Yes. I don't think that was part of Waterbury. That was the Giorgio Galli, right? Ah, right, right, right. Yes, yeah, yes. Yeah, George, that was yeah. the one with the fancy lugs and all that. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It does It does kind of remind yeah. me of that. It also reminds me of, um, what's it called? That Mido uh, Baroncelli? Okay, yeah. Yeah, it kind of has that sort of vibe as well, I think. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, I agree. It's a good looking watch. Oh, uh, yeah. The date window, again, is a bit out of place. Yeah. Uh, unfortunately. 
but well, what, what are you gonna what are you gonna do about it? Yeah, but mm-hmm. now now we come to the piece de la resistance. Oh, I think oh, actually okay. I just looked at the share. Oh God, the shareholder executive. Yes. Uh, you know the photos that you see. The first one I think are renders, mm-hmm. right? And then later on they have like the real life pictures. Yeah. Not as good in real life, I think. Probably not. Yeah. It's one of those watches where, you know, some watches look weird in renders, but in person, mm. it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Uh, this is one of those cases where I think it may be the It's opposite. the opposite. Yeah, yeah unfortunately. The, the the sunburst looks very coarse. Yeah. Uh, the hands as well look a bit reedy, yeah. sort of, in, 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 in real life pictures. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, not as much of a fan person. But yes, sorry. Uh, the pièce de résistance. Yeah. You can go for it. I know how much you oh. love this one. <laughs> All right. Um, <laughs> in full. In full. In full. Okay. Uh, of course. Of course, yeah, it of course. has to be. It has to be. So. Oh my. Oh my God. Uh, the share. I can't, I can't believe this is a name of a watch. I, the shareholder. I, hand of Fatima edition. Again, Hand no, firstly, of Fatima. Firstly, it has to be said that there is something about um, our, our Lady Fatima, right? That, that's a thing. Yes. Okay, so like the the Hand of Fatima symbol is, um, I think it's a, it's a symbol thing, right? of protection. It was a yeah. symbol of protection from the Middle East. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure. Okay. And um, yeah, so basically this particular watch that supposedly symbolizes feminine power right um has this symbol the hand of fatima on at the six o'clock position okay and well that's that's about it the hand of fatima though as a share shareholder (laughs) hand of fatima right it what the fuck it absolutely rolls off the tongue brilliantly imagine if they had called this like this brand it's a fucking shareholder. They call it Mersey watches, mm-hmm. or like um, Enfield watches, or is, whatever it is. Is there a Mer? I feel like there's a Mersey watch company or something like that. No, no, there's Mercer. Ah, okay, Mercer, and that's in America. Merca, Merca, yeah. So you know Mersey watches. I think that's yeah. fine. Or Anfield or whatever. Even just call it. Probably, probably wouldn't be Anfield, but like, yeah, I guess not. But- Scouse, Scouse watch. Even that would honestly be better than shareholder, because there's a lot of names that would be a lot better than fucking shareholder. Yeah. Could you imagine that's... any other brand name, and then you had 1911. Yeah, um, executive even becomes not bad, not yeah. the worst name in the world. Influences yeah. to the shit like, name, like Mersey, Mersey, sh- the executive, Mersey, yeah. Liverpool, 1911, 1911 the right. Mersey Hannah Fatima. Which... That, that one's still a little okay. bit okay. It's it's a bit of a stretch, but like okay, I want to focus. I want to focus on this name, right? Because right. as as Malaysians, mm-hmm. right, we yeah. are um, no stranger to controversy over the use of of Muslim names. Correct. Um, so Fatima is, I guess, a popular yeah, yeah Malay so. name, right? Yeah, it is. Um, and one that um struck up a bit of controversy in our country recently mm-hmm. um so there's there's a particular whiskey brand yeah, yeah. called Tima. and it's from malaysia which which yeah so it's a malaysian whiskey yeah. god knows how they actually made it mm-hmm. um like it's it's a blended peat peated whiskey yep right yep yep um and I think, I think it's a like it's a bit on the sweet side for my liking. Yeah, it's we, like, we had it's like, right. You, yeah, had, like, you got a bottle. Tried, right? Yeah, I got. I had a bottle when it mm-hmm. when it came out. So this actually won some world whiskey award. Yeah, it won a which, world spirits competition twenty twenty yeah. silver award for world whiskey. Yeah, um, and is, also an international spirits challenge twenty twenty yeah. uh, yeah. in the UK silver award again. And obviously, won gold for um, best Malaysian whiskey, seeing that it had it was basically a competition of just one. Yeah. Um, well, anyway, so so Tima in in our in the Malay language mm-hmm. means 
tin, right? So the like, like the, the so the, the story, ore, the yeah. metal tin, yeah. So like the, the the story behind the naming of this uh, whiskey was that, um, or tin was like a big, well Malaysia or Malaysia is a big tin producer, right? In the world, yeah. Uh, well, it, honestly speaking, it was until yeah. the British came and like just you know and fucked everything up as usual. No, took all of it. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, the, I don't think there's much left, but it used to be a huge reserve of tin in Malaysia. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, um, so like the name was just an honor, uh, to you know those times of of uh, prosperity through mm-hmm. tin. Yep. And I think the there was there's a guy on the label who was like Captain Speedy or something like that. I can't remember his name. Yeah, and he apparently, right. he's like this British explorer or something. Yeah. An army officer, because yeah. of course he was. Yeah. Um, and he apparently, at least according to, to the story from yeah. Tima, um, they introduced, he introduced uh, whiskey or the drinking of the, whiskey to the Malaysia. Drinking of, yeah, apparently. Yeah. So they so, named, like he's the face yeah. of, of the whiskey. But mm-hmm. you know Malaysia being Malaysia, and mm-hmm. um, now our politics is mainly about stirring shit that shouldn't even matter. Yeah. Um, a big issue of the name of this whiskey came up. Yeah. They're like, oh, Tima is is uh, short for Fatima, mm-hmm. which is a very popular uh, name for a Malay woman. And to be fair to them, Tima is sort of like a, a nickname. It's like a I nickname, guess. yes. Yeah, yeah. It's like people like like you, Jonathan, people call you John. And John, Fatima, right? people call them Tima. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, at least they didn't call her fat. La. <laughs> yeah, that, that would have been hey, uh, fatty. suboptimal. <laughs> fatty, fatty. Hey, fatty, fatty. <laughs> <laughs> oh, um, okay, so, so anyway, um, so this actually came up in, like, so the politicians in our country brought mm-hmm. this issue up yep. saying that that uh, this whiskey brand needed to change its name mm-hmm. because <clears throat> because and I quote drinking this whiskey with this name is like mm-hmm. drinking a Malay woman yeah so okay to, to be fair when, when it first started it mm-hmm. started because people were saying it would confuse uh Muslims. Yeah. Because having the name Fatima or Tima on yeah. the bottle would sort of imply that it was a Muslim or at least like Islam compliant. Or like non-haram. La. Yeah, right? Because yeah. that's what you would think. Uh, obviously, though, Tima here meaning um, tin. Yeah. And also, you know, the huge labels saying whiskey, yeah. as well as the fact that like, this whiskey is only sold pretty much online. Yeah. So you'd have to go out of your way to find a website called Tima Whiskey yep. to buy it. But yeah, so, so this, this was the original part where they were saying it was confusing people. Mm-hmm. And then in Parliament is where this member of Parliament came out and said that it drinking a whiskey called Tima would be like drinking a, a Malay woman. And, and bear in mind, right, <laughs> this, this particular member of Parliament uh-huh. is from supposedly the more liberal progressive end of our politics supposedly right. yes. supposedly anyway although right now she's in the opposition yes which means as malaysian politics go whatever it is that you do when you know you are like let's say whatever the incumbent government is doing yeah if you're an opposition party you just disagree no matter what yeah and that's kind of what this is i think um yeah yeah Honestly, like that's that's just all it is. It, dude, Tima Whiskey has been around for a couple of years now. Yeah, it has. But only No one recently, ever made a fucking fuss. Exactly. Only recently, like suddenly there was like all this issue surrounding exactly. the name and also the the image of this Captain Speedy dude. Yeah, because he's a white guy, but he's uh sporting a full beard. And he's also wearing a traditional sort of like Malay um headwear, I guess. Yeah. It's I think uh, so. And so again, they're saying like it's confusing because it's because it looks like a, yeah, it looks like there's a Malay dude on the yeah. on the bottle. That, like he shouldn't a, be there. A Malay name on the bottle and a Malay dude on the bottle as well. So which well, and he is in Malay, like he's a white dude. <laughs> yeah, but I guess you know people will get confused. People just, man. People just need to stir shit up, lah. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah. So mm. that was a whole thing. About yeah, so so names. going so going back <laughs> to the hand of Fatima watch. Yes. So this would be basically wearing a Malay woman. Sure. You know. <laughs> why not? Um although interestingly, like this symbol has sort of been like co-opted by so many things because it, yeah. it's actually like sort of almost almost prehistoric. Yeah. Because uh, I'm just reading it, and it's, it's apparently been traced to ancient Carthage, yeah. ancient North Africa. You yeah. have it in Mesopotamian artifacts. Yeah, um, yeah. It's look, been, I mean, it's yeah. it's from it's from like how do you call it? Like the the bedrock of society yeah, in the Middle pretty East. Much. Like pretty much civilizations started in the Middle strictly East, speaking, right? Africa, right? Yes, I suppose. But yeah. like, I mean, if you're if you're talking about um, civilization right uh right, i guess right. sure yeah uh, sh- egypt and the, all that the was that the U- euphrates the euphrates mm-hmm. river yeah yeah the euphrates yeah euphrates and another river i can't remember but the like nile? you know probably yeah probably the mile like mm-hmm. the, sorry, the, the mile the, mile? the nile eight the mile. nile the nile high club wow <laughs> You only get that when you're flying over Egypt. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, anyway, yes. I think I think I think that's that's enough of shareholder hand of Fatima and <laughs> shareholder influence and just shareholder in general. Uh, well, there's one last one, which is the shareholder ambassador. Yeah, but that's just which empty. is a, yeah. It's a page on shareholderwatches.com that has sorry, there are no products in this collection. So that's just <laughs> that's just there. Yeah. So now we're done. And we can move on uh, to what is, I think, uh, the, the, it's kind of like a recurring segment recently. I mean, yeah, it definitely yeah. has been. And uh, last week, it was my turn to sort of have like Casey's life updates. Yeah. And this week, it's your turn because you've had some things happen in your life this week. Um, I've had an interesting thing happen in my life this mm-hmm. week, mm-hmm. Uh, which is... Uh, Coming back down under, mm. hence you know our our intro, yeah, that ran a bit differently. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so I am currently in Melbourne. Yes, uh, I've came back on when did I fly. I flew on Monday. Yes, I flew on Monday, and I had a uh, big twelve-hour layover in Singapore. That was yep, fun. Yep, that was a lot of fun. That was very fun. Um, I basically had a whole setup um, in a corner of the lounge where I had my laptop out and my keyboard. Okay, my a bit of a question. Mouse. Like, how many people were in the airport? Like, how many people were out and about? Okay, so, um, so, so I flew Singapore Airlines, flew um, via Changi. So my transit was in... In Changi. In Changi. Yes. And I think if there's any airport that you can spend 12 hours, I think that's probably Changi because there's like so much shit to do. Mm-hmm. But I didn't do any of those shit because I just wanted to sit in a lounge and drink the entire day, which I did. Nice. Um, so I had, yeah, I, I basically set up my, my little workstation with my laptop and my, mm-hmm. <clears throat> my keyboard, my mouse, mm-hmm. my headphones, right. and I was just... I was just there gaming and, you know, watching stuff on YouTube, Netflix for 12 hours, which is great. And Mm -hmm. while also getting very drunk on on, uh, champagne. Well, it was just fancy like that, you know. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. I remember it was uh, Louis Perrier. (laughs) (laughs) No, 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 no. Laurent Laurent Perrier. Laurent Perrier. Laurent Perrier. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yes. (laughs) Oh, God. Yeah. Which, Which you said they've clearly misspelled. Yeah, like, um, what the fuck is Laurent Ferrier? Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, Changi, raise your standards a bit. Come on. Yeah. Serve the real thing. Yeah. Except you can't really drink a watch. I, I don't mind. Dude, <laughs> if, they handed, if they handed out Laurent Ferrier's in Changi, I would be in Changi all the time. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Um, so, yeah, then I got back, got back to Melbourne on uh, Tuesday morning. Right. I think I landed around 10.45 a.m. Mm-hmm. Uh, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time. Right. Very, very specific thing. It has, yeah. I mean, look, we we are a predominantly watch-related podcast. 
So you don't def- you don't you don't wind your watches, you don't set your watches, so shut the fuck up. Moving on. Anyway. Anyway. So having arrived in Australia, mm-hmm. they tend like I, I don't know why, but this this tends to be a, a recurring thing. Maybe it's just because I'm Asian. Right. But obviously that's that's like customs, right? Mm-hmm. Where they take your passport and yeah. Obviously now, now traveling is kind of I, w- I would say it's a bit of an ordeal because like you have to get your your tests done, your PCR yep. tests done, and then you, you need have to like to get penetrated repeatedly. <laughs> yeah, nasally penetrated. Yes. Um, like there's there's also like a lot of shit that you need to print out and like show authorities, mm-hmm. right? Yep. Which I had prepared. Of course. Of course. Being the seasoned traveler that you are. Yes. Um, so upon reaching passport control, mm-hmm. is that what it's called? I, I, I don't know. I don't know. Customs. Like, just say customs. La. Right, right, right. But like, or so, I gave, I, so I gave, or oh, immigration. Just, mm-hmm. I gave them my passport mm-hmm. and I'm like, and then they gave me my passport back and then they're like, okay, you can come through. I'm just like, right. wait, hold on. Like, don't you need to see like my <laughs> vaccine certificates and like my, all my like the travel declarations and all that kind of stuff? Kind of shit, and they're like, "Oh no, don't worry about it." I was like, "What?" That's kind of, I'm like, "That's kind of lax. That's surprisingly lax." Okay, dude. Remember? Okay, so just skipping ahead a little bit, yeah. a bit of foreshadowing. Uh, okay. You're later on, just a couple of days later, you're at a bar in Melbourne, and you witness a protest. Did you happen to see <laughs> this immigration officer at that protest? <laughs> I I wouldn't recognize him honestly. <laughs> okay, yes, but coming back, I'm coming. So so um. So I was just like, oh, don't, don't you need to see my vaccine stuff? And they're like, oh, don't worry about it. Like, there'll, mm-hmm. there'll be another guy who will, who will check. Okay. So, I, okay. so and and the thing is, once you've passed the the customs, there's like another mm-hmm. row of like officers that's just like standing around right. observing. And I always get stopped by these people because okay. you look you do look very sus. Because I, I look I look very Chinese. You do tremendously Chinese. Yeah. Smallest it's... eyes you've ever seen. <laughs> The smallest, eyes you've never seen. the smallest eyes in the world. In the world. Oh, we haven't brought him. Some, back for some a while. people. Yeah, no. I know. <laughs> Why are we even doing this? But any, anyway, anyway. Yes. Anyway. Um. So I get, I guess so I get stopped by another officer, and he, right. he, they, they usually just ask a few questions, like, "Hey, you know, mm-hmm. what, what are you doing in the country? Right. How long are you staying?" Right. Um. Obviously, um, because I had to do three days of self isolation, he was like mm-hmm. trying to uh, confirm my address. Right. So it's, so it's like, uh, so is this, so what, what, like, what is this address that you're staying at? And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. this is my home. Right. And like, you know, I've, I'm back in Melbourne after two years of being away because obviously COVID. Mm-hmm. And he's like, have you been, like, has, like, have, have you been, been like, renting, place? have you been renting a place out? I was like, no, it's just been empty for two years. And it's like, how, how long are you going to be back for? I was like, oh, probably a month and then I'm going to be back in Malaysia. Mm-hmm. And he's like, okay, so are you just back to, you know, uh, prepare your place to like rent it out or sell it? And I was like, nah. no, mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm not. Mm-hmm. And he just, he gives me like this biggest sus look. He's just like, huh? Yeah. Like the fuck. Yeah. Like, but to what? be fair to him. Like you're just leaving your place empty this whole time. Not, you know, not it, letting it. It is it... fair. Why? To have these questions. Why exactly pray tell? You're not Australian. Why are you holding Australian land away from Australians? Um, because I'm Chinese. Yes, <laughs> correct. The Mongol octopus <laughs> and his stranglehold <laughs> on an Australian uh, home. <laughs> this is this is this is my revenge against the white Australian policy, <laughs> which you were not even alive for. So I don't know why you I was. I was not. Yeah, I was very much not alive at that point. Uh huh. But you still um, feel hurt by it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I deserve reparations. Of course, of course. Um, to those who aren't <laughs> familiar with the white Australia policy, this was a mm-hmm. policy to keep Australia white, yes. in case it wasn't obvious white by enough. the name. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was in in place from like nineteen oh one till way after like World War Two, mm-hmm. and it's basically. Mm, not allowing um anyone who isn't white. yeah basically anyone who wasn't of like european origins yeah though it was country 
pretty much like specifically targeted against um, the Chinese. Yeah, Asians and Pacific mm. Islanders. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so um, yeah. So going back to that protest, mm-hmm. which was um, okay. Wait, wait, hold on. We just got past the airport. Okay, we just right? got okay. Okay, I guess I guess we should do it more color. Yeah, cro- li- li- sorry, yes, co- this is car- a watch based podcast. Chrono- chronologically, chronologically, fuck me, con- chronologically. Yeah. Yes, English is difficult. <laughs> it really is. Yeah, um, and it's supposedly the the language that I speak the bestest. Apparently. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway. apparently, maybe not that good. Like. Apparently, not so best. A bit more worse, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Most worstest. Yeah. Um, so. Okay, so. <clears throat> um, I had my friend pick me up from the airport, mm-hmm. came back home. What, what were you expecting to find when you got home? I was you know, expect- other than spiders. I was expecting snakes. to find yeah spiders, snakes inhabiting mm-hmm. my my place. Mm-hmm. But when I walked in, it was surprisingly clean. Right, but it was dusty. It wasn't, it wasn't actually no. Honestly, no. It wasn't as dusty as I thought it would be. Okay, so here's an interesting <clears throat> thing. Do you know what source of dust is in the house? Uh, our skin. Yeah, it's our skin yeah. cells. So I'm presuming yeah. that since nobody was home, yeah, you know, not that much dust as well. Yeah. Though uh, I, I actually haven't asked you this. Um, mm-hmm. Is your place in Australia, in Melbourne, is it like a house or is it an apartment? It's an apartment. All right. Okay, cool. Yeah. And um, so I guess at least, you know, if you were in a house, like mm-hmm. a landed property, yeah, I'm guessing your house would have been exposed to a lot more critters. Yeah, probably. Yeah, but being they, in an apartment, they tend to be. Yeah, like I mean, I'm living quite centrally. Although my backyard is a huge park. Okay. Yeah. Cool. And, and you know, you're a bit higher up. There's foot traffic as well. At least I am outside the house. I am on the second floor. That, as long as it's not on the ground floor. Yeah. You know, I mean, there's no apartments on on the yeah, ground floor. Exactly. But I mean, if you had a landed property. If yes, yeah, then you would probably have come home to a ton of spiders. Probably, yeah, yeah. So anyway, not that dusty. No spiders. Yeah, you're still alive. I'm still alive. Mm-hmm. So I had so um. Well, the the current SOPs here is that you self isolate for three days, right? Seventy two hours, which is um, a very short time actually. Yeah, but you're mm-hmm. the the only thing that you're allowed to do is like to to leave your home is mm-hmm. either you know some emergency. Right or to get your PCR test done because you have you have to do it twenty four hours within after arriving and okay. between five to seven days after arriving. Okay, right. So, so wait, the first test within twenty four hours. Yes. Uh, and then you self isolate for seventy two, and then in between seventy two hours and the five to seven days, the second test, you are mm-hmm. free to move around. Yes. Okay. Cool. Very cool. free. Right, right. Yep. So hence I was like pretty much out mm-hmm. all day yesterday. Yeah. But we'll we'll get into that in a bit. Mm-hmm. So so my interesting experience with getting this PCR test yeah. was that I had to administer the swab myself. Okay, so this is a thing we've heard our American friends say, right? I think mm-hmm. I, I think like especially our friend Eric um at EA eight also at EA Letter Goods. Yeah. Uh, has mentioned a couple of times because he works in the police force that yes. he has self-administered that test a couple of times. Mm-hmm. So I guess maybe this is a thing in the Western countries? I I honestly have no idea. So okay, so like I happen to live like a two-minute walk from uh, a major hospital that also has a testing center. Right. And so having gone in and they're like, okay, you need to administer it yourself, mm-hmm. but we'll have a doctor um, guide you through the process of sure. like what to do. Sure. I'm just like, then what's the fucking point? Like, why doesn't, why doesn't the doctor him or herself, like just do it for you? Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, that was, so that was, that was an interesting thing, but I, so I told you about it. Mm-hmm. I was like, I had to do the test on myself and you were yep. just like, there's no fucking way I could do it. Mm-hmm. So why 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 is that? Because okay, uh, I we had this chat last yes. week. I think right, we were, yeah. we were talking about how you did test and you didn't feel it was 
as bad as you thought it was going to be. Yeah, I mean, I heard like you, you hear horror stories of like yep. people um, saying how fucking uncomfortable it is, mm-hmm. and like I mean, don't get me wrong, it's not it's not great having yeah, a it's not stick shoved up your nose, but like mm-hmm. when and when I when I did it, it was not, not as bad, bad as I thought. Yeah, yeah. So here's the thing, like for me at least. Um, so I I've done the test for many people as well. Yeah. So I have seen the full spectrum of people. Yeah. Uh, those who are very cooperative, who just sort of sit there and just um, you you do the whole procedure, and then after that they start sneezing and all that. Yeah. But they cooperate. Yeah. Uh, and it goes all the way to the opposite end of the spectrum, where yeah. as soon as the fucking swab touches the outside of your nose, yeah, they start screaming and shouting and grabbing your hand and stuff like that, mm-hmm. which is a fucking nightmare to deal with. Yeah. Um. Now, you sound like you fall, obviously, in the very cooperative part of yeah. the, that spectrum, but yeah. also somehow you don't feel that uncomfortable from the procedure. Yeah. Whereas I am also cooperative, but it does hurt like a bitch for me, at least. Okay. So the main reason why I wouldn't be able to do it is because sort of like, you know, when that swab reaches like the sensitive areas of your nose when it's about halfway in, yeah. I would say. Yeah. Like, if, if I reach that point, yeah. I would just be like, nope, 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 yeah. nope, done, done. This is the swap, done. Yeah. Yeah, no, no. So that, that is why I would I would cooperate if someone yeah. did it to me, yeah. but I would not cooperate with myself. I, I, I also suppose it's like, you know, that it's a human instinct to not want to hurt yourself or like do anything uncomfortable to yourself. Yeah, pretty right. much. And it's also the kind of pain where I can do certain things that cause pain to myself, like yeah. you know, um, like masturbation. S- sure, um, I, I've actually autoerotic like, asphyxiation. Also, that I've yeah. also endured like stitches without local anesthesia. Wow, but this this sort of like pain is yeah. very different. It's the kind that makes you cringe. Yeah, yeah. It, it's not like a. I guess because it's like almost like internal pain in a way, like it's it's inside your body, right? It's not skin pain. Yeah, I can tolerate pain on skin, but not so much on my insides. If that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that is probably why I wouldn't be able to do that to myself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, fair enough. But you did it. I did it. Mm-hmm. Um, I took it like a champion. Because you always do. Because I, I. I, yeah, I, I always, I always take penetration in any of my orifices like a champion. Mm-hmm. Mm. You welcome so, it. Yeah. So anyway, like obviously, um, test came back negative. Mm-hmm. So, well, today is what Saturday. Yes, it is. Yesterday is a Saturday. Um, so yesterday was my first free day. Mm-hmm. First day where I could taste freedom and enjoy the, uh, the Australian. Summer. Mm-hmm. It's a toasty thirty degrees in the afternoon in the Arvo. Oh, yes, the Arvo. The Arvo. Mm-hmm. Um, so my first port of call was to meet uh, meet a guy. Mm-hmm. Um, a certain someone. A certain someone about a watch that I had bought from him. Mm-hmm. Um, earlier this year, I want to say. Yes. Well, yes. it's this year, but how much earlier? Frankly, I don't remember. I th- if I think it was like March, I want to. I want to say March. Mm-hmm. I honestly can't remember. So basically, I had bought a watch from this guy. Yep. Um, who is at the book watcher on Instagram? Hey, Sean. Okay. Shout out to to you, and um, I hope I hope you're listening to this. <laughs> um, apparent. So apparent. According to him, apparently. Um, there were some promotions for the Casey and John John podcast on on Instagram somehow, and like he kept seeing it everywhere. Oh, and thought, I think and he it thought, was Mr. Hmm? Furry who helped us out. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. he did okay. that for a bit, I think. Yeah, so um, he said he found it really fucking annoying, but then okay. af- upon <laughs> upon knowing that the John John part was me, he was like, uh-huh. "Oh shit, okay, cool. I'll I'll, <laughs> I'll tune into <laughs> maybe I'll maybe I'll start tuning into your podcast as well." I was like. Cool, man. I mean, we are inherently annoying anyway, so... Yes, so it is an apt um, 
preview to the podcast. Yeah. So if you come into the podcast not expecting annoyance, yeah. you're in deep trouble. So Sean, like, mm-hmm. actually, those complaints you should have taken it to at Marsh underscore Kai we on Instagram. For this but episode. but mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, you hadn't been listening to our podcast before that, so you wouldn't have known about at Marsh underscore Kai on Instagram. Uh-huh. Um, but any any future complaints, please take it up with at Marsh underscore Kai <laughs> on Instagram. Okay, really making up for the fact that we almost forgot it there. <laughs> <laughs> so, so um, so, I'd, so the watch in question that I bought mm-hmm. from uh, Ooh, are you at the book it? watcher? I am revealing this. Ooh. Um, is a watch that I had been desiring for a very long time and i think you also know how much i've i've really it's a very this john watch. watch yeah so um it's the constantin chaykin joker no it's the constantin chaykin jonker <sighs> <sighs> oh, I love oh my god anyway um anyway. so so basically <laughs> so basically sean i just up, threw you off <laughs> i know buff. He, he put up a post on mm-hmm. like one of the Australian watch buy sell sites, right? Um, and like, I I'd said like I took a, I think I took a screenshot and I sent it to you, and you're just mm-hmm. like, dude, just buy la. Yep, of, yep. of of course you said that because you course. know that is our motto, just buy it la. Is. Yeah, yeah. And I basically told Sean just like, yo, buy I'm la. gonna I'm gonna wire you money right now. Mm-hmm. Just keep the watch for me. I don't want, don't. And I'll pick it up from you whenever I come back to Melbourne. God mm. knows when that would have been. But no, just I hold on to it until then. Yeah. yeah. So now I'm back in Melbourne. First port of call after freedom was to meet up with him. Obviously. And get the watch. And, and yeah. Has it fulfilled your expectations? It is. Yeah. It has definitely fulfilled my expectations. Nice. So I'm I'd like to hear it. I mean, yeah. I, I, I had tried it on before. Um, at one of uh, Anthony Doe's um, like watch gathering things, mm-hmm. um, this guy who goes by at King of the Antil on Instagram. Okay. So he he has the same edition actually. Okay. So this so this um, this limited edition of the Joker, which is already limited in production anyway. Yeah, they're all limited anyway. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, so, th- so this was kind of like a, com- I, th- I think it was like a commissioned, commissioned um, piece, yeah, a commissioned piece by a Russian casino where they just like gave it to their like high rolling customers. Yeah. So it's called, like, I, what the fuck is this? Yeah. <laughs> it was just like, this is like, I don't want this shit. It's not a Rolex. It's not a, not if not. <laughs> <laughs> I love how we just create names for all these watches. I love and how we combine two terrible names to make it even worse. Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, still, it's still better than shareholder influence. <laughs> True that. Yes. Um, yeah. So, so yeah. Now I am in the possession of you no know, one a watch that I've lusted for for a while not as not quite as long as the alaska project obviously yes because this one's a bit more niche i think this is very very much incredibly so. niche yeah, yeah. um still, and yeah congrats. thank you thank you mm-hmm. um yeah and like af- so after after lunch i come home and then i mm. uh, had a kind of double booked myself oh, at no. night yeah so such I'd, social life. Yeah, I mean, such a social butterfly. You know? So I, so I had dinner with a friend, and then ended up going to another Christmas party. Uh, oh, that's just, a bit early. Well, just, okay, that's fine. It's a week before. It's Christmas, a week before. It is. Yeah, a, oh yeah, it is a week before. Christmas. It is a week, literally. Exactly yeah. a week. At, well, at this point of uh, recording, anyway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, got to meet my friends. Surprise, quite a few of them. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, that was that was fun. It's good. I I feel I feel it's a very surreal experience, honestly. Having not yeah. having been away for so fucking long for so long, yeah, yeah, yeah. But the thing I, is, I, like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know if it's if it's a lockdown thing. 
Mm-hmm. But like in two years, it doesn't even feel like it's been two years, but it doesn't feel like two years. Dude, in I, a way. I couldn't agree more. It, you know, like the whole um, notice event we did. I, I keep yes. coming back to it, but it literally feels like it was just 12 months ago at most. Yeah. And it's been pretty much two years now. Yeah. I think like maybe. Hold on. Like yeah, it was eight, like eight, March. Yeah, like 18 months. Yeah. Well, like, yeah, 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 yeah. A little bit more. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, it 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 sort of has compressed time in a way yeah. because we haven't been able to see each other. We've sort of been stuck at home. We've yeah. sort of been doing our own thing. Yeah. We don't really have events and stuff to like mark time yeah. you know as it passes yeah. on us. and yeah um it, you're right it, it totally doesn't feel like it's passed at all yeah uh, yeah but yeah, you know it was, it was great to see it was good great to see people that you know i haven't i hadn't seen in a in a very mm-hmm. long time mm-hmm. um and yeah like it's i don't know i i just hope this is kind of like a return to some semblance of normalcy. Mm-hmm. I, yeah. I so well. <coughs> excuse me. Nice, very nice. Just as I was going to talk about COVID, I had to sneeze. Um, yeah, like like I, you know, earlier I had I had to sneeze, I had to blow my nose, but I I actually muted myself because you know, out of respect for our listeners, clearly you have none. I was going to but you put me on the spot like you literally asked me for my opinion right as i was about to sneeze so what the fuck did i do but anyway um there is some good news and bad news on the front the good news is you know omicron looks to be a lot more transmissible but a lot mm-hmm. less deadly yeah so that's a good thing yeah uh but the thing is you know viruses mutate as they infect people yeah the more they infect people the more they replicate and because viruses don't replicate with accuracy they yeah. replicate with mutations yeah um that's like every human being is a breeding ground for mutated covid yeah so the fact that it's more transmissible but less deadly means that we could all potentially build more resistance to it mm-hmm. okay but it also means that there's also a lot more potential for more deadly and dangerous mutations to evolve mm-hmm. um where things go from here it's hard to say um generally speaking most diseases in terms of evolution yeah evolve towards being more transmissible and less deadly mm-hmm. because that is the optimal way for viruses to survive yeah it's like the common cold flu etc yeah um if you kill all the people you're not a very good virus because you are killing your host and you die out as well. Yeah, it's kind of like SARS, right? Yeah. So it, it's sort of like that. Uh, there is hope that COVID will be that way. Yeah. It's too early to tell. Mm-hmm. But the signs so far seem to be better. Uh, the fact that vaccines are working, uh, yes. especially if you've had your booster dose, um, it also does protect you against Omicron. Yeah. So... You know, hopefully things will start to reopen. Hopefully you're right. And this is sort of like the harbinger for a better future, a better, brighter future. But it's still too early to tell. So still stay safe. Still take precautions. And especially try... And take your fucking vaccines, man. Take your fucking vaccine and wear your fucking mask. Yeah. Which which in turn brings me to the protest Mm, (laughs) that I encountered. It was like... The final bit. It was like... It was like the welcoming, welcoming homecoming of Melbourne, right? Because the there welcoming are li- homecoming. I, I, I don't, I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'm saying, man. <laughs> but, but like, but it was this is like a a sign to like you know you are truly back in Melbourne. Yeah, like, experiencing you know, you've, you've a being in the middle of a fucking protest. Oh, I mean, I'm okay. You've been away from Australia for two years. Yeah, let us catch you up. Yeah. Here, um, have the full Australian experience. Yeah, Al- although um, I think, as a, on a positive note, like it mm-hmm. was a it was a protest against anti-vaxxers and the far yes. right and yes, it was racism. An yeah, it was an, uh, an anti-fascist. So I was just like, okay, cool. Yeah, I'll I'll let you have this protest. Oh, right, you let them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I let them. Right, right, yeah. right, 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 right. Fair enough. 
Yeah. Just so the, the amount of sway I have in um, protests here in Melbourne. Down under. Yeah. yeah. Down under. That's right. But I'm just, you know, you, you've seen that protest. I'm just waiting until you see the, the counter protest to this <laughs> counter protest. The counter counter protest, <laughs> if you will. Uh, yeah. But well, uh, hopefully you can update, update us on that in the next episode. Mm-hmm. Which and will the, be the greatest episode. The greatest episode in the world. In the history of mankind. Mm-hmm. I'm very much looking forward to the next episode. Uh, okay, to be, fair, we, listeners, mm-hmm. to be fair, we have no idea what we're going to be talking about. No fucking clue. No fucking clue, but... We have... We all, all we know is that uh-huh. it will be nice. Very nice. We have ideas. We have... <laughs> dude, we have been teasing things... For the past three months, and nothing has come to fruition. <laughs> uh, I mean, that that is... I, w- I wouldn't say it's your fault. Uh, it's my fault by proxy, let's put it yeah, that way. Yeah, it's your fault by proxy, but like... Yeah. Um, it's also not our intention to be such cock teasers. It really isn't. Uh, but, you know, there actually is hope that things will happen in the next couple of weeks. Mm-hmm. Uh, more updates on that soon, because I'm not allowed to say anything. Mm-hmm. But there are things that are actually yeah. moving right yeah, now. But, so, but soon, soon maybe in another three months. You, you know what? Yeah, because <laughs> a couple of months ago, that was the way it seemed. Yeah. But the only thing I can say is that things are actually physically moving now. Yeah. So there is actual hope. Yeah. But also, it's almost Christmas and New Year's. So mm-hmm. things may get delayed again. Mm-hmm. I don't fucking know. We'll see. Mm-hmm. Until then, it's time to end the podcast. Thanks for tuning in. A very Merry Christmas, because this will be the last episode we release before Christmas. Mm -hmm. And then we'll see you guys in the final episode of the year, which will be a very noise episode. Very noise. But until then, everyone stay safe, take care, and hope and pray that John doesn't get killed in the protest. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Casey and John John Show. The Casey and John John Show may cause abdominal discomfort, flatulence, reduced sex drive, and alcohol dependence. The Casey and John John Show is approved by one out of ten doctors. Casey and John John do not take any responsibility for any side effects experienced from listening to their podcast.